Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is the podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm Youngmi Mayer. I'm the host. Each week, I have a guest come on the podcast and share a sad story or discuss a sad topic. And then we try to laugh about it, making hair grow out of our butthole. And this week, I have uh, an extremely special guest i'm really excited to have her on because she's korean yay (laughs) (laughs) well no not only that but she is a content creator and a fashion designer and i think she covers a lot of very important issues that i haven't really seen a lot of people discuss online and on tiktok give your ears for toyon you And your TikTok is Yoni0323. Yes. Yes? Yeah. Okay, good. You got it right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, your TikTok is, um, you know, like I said, I feel like it's really important and it's really interesting because you have a fashion line. Yes. And it's, is it only plus size fashion or it's? It's like size inclusive. So right. it's from XX small to 6XL. Right. So pretty much like it's like broad range of sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I don't know that much about Korean fashion brands, but I do know about Koreans <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> and how they love body shaming. <laughs> oh, so, literally. Yeah. So yeah. when I saw your content, I was like, wow, this is like such important work. You know, I know that in America, even though, you know, obviously there's lots of body shaming here as well it's a little bit more progressive in Mm -hmm. that field so when i saw your um content i was really inspired by can you tell can you tell us a little bit about like what inspired you to start it and how you started it so i was like born and raised in korea and then i just like lived in korea like until i was like 24 years old Mm -hmm. so i'm like pretty much like korean korean yeah and then i'm not even like from seoul i'm from the city called daegu it's like a little bit conservative side of korea Uh uh-huh and then i was like born and raised there and it's kind of like natural um for people like really aware of like uh, their appearances Mm -hmm. and then a lot of people like actually like really um suffer from like body dysmorphia and this self-hatred and then i still remember like in my high school my friends and i like always talk about like oh like when i lose weight i'm gonna do something 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 Mm -hmm. and it's just like so natural you know it's like it's like very like absorbed into our daily life and then you don't even know like it's kind of like weird yeah yeah but then when i was like 24 years old and then i moved to like new york for mm-hmm. parsons like school mm-hmm. from there i got to meet like a lot of like different people like a lot of different people you know like in korea like mainly you see only like koreans mm-hmm. and then you speak only korean yeah 
and then there is like not many like diversity over there and especially like my city when i was like growing up Uh literally like lack of diversity but then like when i was like 24 years old and then i landed like new york city i kind of like opened my mind and it's kind of like someone kind of smacked my head Mm. in the back you know because I've never witnessed this diversity in my life, but then all of a sudden, like, there's so much, like, difference that I have to, like, take in and that I witnessed. But then, like, it was not until, like, my junior year Mm. in persons that I wanted to make clothes for for like my body like my body size Mm. you know because when I was growing up in Korea when I shop like I really didn't like shopping in Korea because there is a only small medium or large yeah and I was x large Mm -hmm. and probably like 2x large so like whenever I go shopping in Korea like a lot of people especially like shop owners they're like um we don't carry your size yeah or kind of like looking looking at me like from head to toe mm-hmm. and kind of like judging and kind of like scanning yeah that kind of like experience is like really like stuck in my brain so yeah. like junior year i was like okay i want to make clothes mm-hmm. for someone like me right like someone who has like similar experience like me Mm. so that's how i got into like size inclusive fashion and then when i graduate from doing my size inclusive fashion i felt like it's like really important to talk about like how to embrace yourself and how to like guide yourself yeah into like better direction of your life Mm -hmm. like getting out of your self-hatred especially like body dysmorphia Right. Well, I think that, you know, what you were saying about how the shopkeepers treated you and, you know, I feel I think both of us since we've lived in Korea and America and, you know, when you bring this up in America, people are like, oh, yeah, people are mean to like people that are overweight in America, too. But it's like so different in Korea. It's It's so different. It's like (laughs) terrorism. Right. Like say things to your face every time you go somewhere. It's not like just shops and stuff, but it's like everywhere. Literally everywhere. So like. The common experience, like my childhood experience, is like happening on like elevator on my apartment complex. Uh-huh. So like in Korea, like people, like neighbors, they're kind of like keep like close relationship. Mm-hmm. So they say hi like to each other, and then they kind of like they're really close to each other. Yeah. And then on the elevator, and then when I bump into like my friend's parents or my friend's moms or like other neighborhood um and aunties yeah they always say something about my body yeah either like doing on you're you're too fat right now yeah or either you're too skinny right now Mm -hmm. it makes you look poor yeah or like eat something Uh or like you shouldn't eat that much it's like, constant there. It's constant and it's yeah. so natural. Like peop I feel like people don't realize it's kind of rude. They don't realize it's rude. And it they you know, another thing you said that I think is very important is like when you said when you're in high school and all your friends all like you constantly talk about your body 
And when I lived in Korea, all Korean women, that's all they ever talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like a societally acceptable thing that all of them sort of have like body dysmorphia. Like you Literally. can't, you can't go up to Koreans and be like, Hey, I don't think it's normal that all of us constantly talk about dieting. And it's not just anyone like that's like whatever overweight or, or, you know, whatever range. Mm-hmm. It's everybody. It's everybody. It's like your skinniest friend is like, oh, I have to diet because I ate blah, blah. And you're just like, stop. <laughs> you weigh 90 pounds. Like, can you at least relax about this or what? Right? Yeah. Like you, it feels like you never relax about your body in Korea. Yeah. And then you that, can't relax ever. Like you can't. And then you cannot really like satisfy. Never. You, with yourself like never ever and then even if somebody is really skinny like they are like literally 90 pounds or something then if they feel confident then they're like oh like you're showing off like like you're not that pretty you're not that skinny i'm like you know yeah. it's like she is actually too skinny like, can, we, can we like or like you said they'll be like you're too skinny now you don't have boobs and you're blah 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 i know or then they move on to something else i'll be like your skin looks bad or you're short yeah. or something it's always something yeah it's like always something and yeah. then if you actually like say something like i'm quite actually happy about my looks then people kind of like mm. they're gonna kill you yeah like, i don't mm. think <laughs> yeah. like, i don't think blah 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 yeah that actually really happened to me often ever since i kind of started my self journey and then started to embrace myself more uh-huh. and that kind of um been saying to my family like oh i'm actually really happy about how i look yeah. and that i'm proud of myself that um i guide myself into a healthier lifestyle like workout and then those kind of things but then my mom the <laughs> next day next morning yeah. she kind of like cacao talked me uh-huh. about like diet pills oh my god i was like mom i yeah. just said i was happy it's i mean that's so sad because i feel like people feel like they have the right to say that to you because then they're like well i'm saying it because i care about you and it's like you don't even know what you're talking about literally that's like so like i i say these things for you yeah that kind of things are really like misleading and then i think it's kind of kind of like rude to say also yeah it's so rude yeah because like you are already like saying something rude and then you're saying that it's for me you're being nice or something yeah you're and you're lying nice. you're trying to lie that you're saying something nice when you're saying something yeah, rude I'm yeah like, i hate that typical yeah. korean gaslight <laughs> <laughs> it is though it is so like funny. when i was in high school my mom like constantly body shame me not not only my my, my mom it's just yeah. like random people yeah. in spa like sauna gym jibang yeah yeah i was like like at some point i was so like sick of it and i was like so tired of it yeah i literally like talked to my mom like you know you're my mom so i need i need like some kind of like support you yeah. know you have to be on my side yeah you have to be on my side while everybody else like saying shit about my body or appearance like yeah. i need you yep but then she snorted and then she was like well i say these things for you she did uh kopangu in korean yeah, kopangu like, is nose fart <laughs> <laughs> yeah like she knows fart is so hard <laughs> 
Hopango so hard. That whole feeling, feeling like my mom didn't have my back, was so intense for me. Because the interesting thing is, I think most Koreans and a lot of Asian people, and even people who are not Asian, understand that feeling mm -hmm. of like, hey, when other people are being mean to me, I need you to have my back. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have my back, that feels really bad. And I think that when like your parents participate in the mm -hmm. fat shaming or the body shaming that everyone else is doing. Yeah. It's like they're si they're taking the side of the bully. Yeah. That's what it feels yeah. like. Right. It's like you feel like you kind of like left alone. Yep. Because like home home doesn't feel like home yep family doesn't feel like family mm -hmm. it kind of like you kind of like left alone and then all the other people like in at the other side mm -hmm. like judging you yep. and then your family is like joining them yeah they should be on here like behind my back like supporting yeah. me yeah but i'm here alone and <laughs> they're all there <laughs> It's been so hard for me to like sit with that and realize that like my parents like abandoned me in this yeah. very specific way. Yeah. But I've been able to, you know, like you said, you had this conversation with your mom. I've, I've been able to talk to my mom and just tell her. Mm -hmm. And it's it's still it's she's still like that. But, you know, I think <laughs> I think maybe she heard me on some level. But I think the interesting thing is I think so many Korean people. You, we were talking before we started recording, you started making Korean content mm -hmm. and a lot of Korean people are now like seeing this commentary that's very like fat phobic and shaming yeah. and stuff. Surprise, surprise. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think the interesting thing about Korean people is that all of them, I think, understand this feeling of like, oh, your parents are not having your back. Because like, mm -hmm. even if they are not like considered fat, it's like, oh, when somebody, your neighbor made fun of you for having acne, your mom was like, mm -hmm. why do you have acne? Stop eating pizza. You know, or yeah. when people made fun of you for being short, then they took the side like, why are you short? You have to drink more milk. It's your fault. And yeah. like all Koreans understand that feeling of your parents not having your back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like, it's hard for me to be like, why can't you see that this is the same thing yeah. that you're experiencing? That like experience kind of like, they kind of interpreted into i don't know like throwing at others too like they're like acting like same same way mm. as our our parents used to do yeah because they're kind of like really used to it yeah without knowing they're yeah just without like knowing it. because they've been like we we've been like so used to it mm -hmm. so that's the maybe that's the only way like how we cope Mm -hmm. because that's the only way that we kind of like seen and that we've experienced yeah that but makes like, sense yeah but like you you gotta like you know get out of there you have to get out of there yeah you have to get out of there well i'm so proud of you that you were <laughs> able to see that because you know i know that you were saying you came to the states and you saw these different perspectives mm. and that's what helped you but yeah. a lot of people move here and they still don't like chill you know true they have to have some kind of like milestone experience to really like open their eyes mm -hmm. or else they're just gonna stuck there you know yeah. i don't know what is their milestone experience would be mm. because it's like different for everybody what do you think was your milestone experience oh so i was like really like struggling with like jealousy and the self-hatred mm -hmm. like in Korea and also when I moved here I kind of have 
that kind of feeling, you know, jealousy、yeah. and a self hatred, and then kind of like reflect those to others, you know.、Mm-hmm. But then, like one day, I kind of like found myself that I'm like judging somebody、mm-hmm. on the street that、mm-hmm. I completely don't know, like complete stranger, that all the like neighbors that judged me for my appearance, I was like doing the same thing.、Mm. I was like, oh my god. What a shitty person I am! <laughs>、mm-hmm. That was like really like eye opening、mm-hmm. experience for me. That I kind of realized that I'm doing the same thing. For me, it wasn't like a a specific incident, but I think over a period of time,、mm-hmm. I've realized this thing. And I know a lot of people say this. It's like usually when you're thinking stuff about other people in your head,、mm-hmm. it's like kind of like what you're thinking about yourself. You know, <gasps> true. I noticed this thing where I would find something that I really hate about myself and other people that I was seeing on the street,、mm-hmm. and then really judge it. Yes, Do you know what I mean. Yes. And so I think in the way that I changed that way of thinking wasn't like you can't like snap your head into changing it because it's、mm-hmm. like a muscle or something. Yeah. It's it's like you have to get to the bottom of like where it's coming from. Yeah. And it's usually self hatred. Literally, yeah, yeah, and then once you, I totally agree. Figure out why,、mm-hmm. then those other symptoms will start going away. And then now I'm like,、totally. I remember years ago when I was younger, you know, like you said, yeah, when I walked down the street, I'd be like judging, yeah, Korean <laughs> judging, <laughs> Korean judging eyes, <laughs> judgy eyes, like yeah, judgy extreme eyes. judging, like、yeah. it'd be like. Why are her eyebrows like that? Like stuff that's like so nuts. I know. And、um, now I'm now it's like it's it's like gone.、Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I actively tried to like stop doing that.、Mm-hmm. It's just that I worked on my self hatred. <gasps> True. You know what I mean. And then when、yeah. I worked on that, that other stuff disappeared because that other stuff. Was just a symptom of my self hatred, you know. Yeah, so true. I agree. It's it's so hard. And then it's, it's also、so、like、hard. when Korean people say stuff like that to me, and they're like judgy, and I、yeah. see them being negative. I'm just like, oh, that person just like is really is riddled with self hatred, you know.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're reflecting their own insecurities、mm-hmm. to like others if they like hate. Themselves so much deep inside, yeah. It kind of like shows, like yeah, shows through how those people treat other people. Yeah, like yeah, you kind of like see. You know where I saw a really good example of this with my mom, <laughs> and it really was so clear because, um, you know, my mom would obviously all my life she's always criticizing me,、uh-huh. and then now. <laughs> Now the criticism has changed to like, oh, I look old or I got, I'm like wrinkly.、Uh-huh. She was like, you should get a,、uh, you should get a facelift, like stuff like that.、Uh-huh. And I was just like, whenever she says something negative, my knee jerk reaction is to be like, oh my god, I look old, or、uh-huh. she's right, or whatever. My skin looks bad. But then I was like, I, I like one day I realized that she's literally talking to herself. Like that's <gasps> her insecurity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and so. I was like, maybe she does think that I look old,、uh-huh. but that's like what she keeps saying to herself every day. Because it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and so, like, because her insults started to change with、uh-huh. time, and I was like, oh wait, I think this is just like. And then she would say, she said something one day that was so specific,、uh-huh. and I was like, 
that there's no way that she actually means that about me it was like she said Uh something like insulting but i was like oh like you're literally talking to yourself yeah and then i called called her out on it yeah she was kind of like almost like confused like i (gasps) had like she almost was like oh i just said that to you like that Mm -hmm. and i was like oh interesting yeah i kind of like agree yeah because my mom constantly commenting on my body like being too chubby or like fat and then like thinking about it she's been like always like on and off like diet Mm -hmm. like she lost weight and then she gained back and then she lost again and then she gained back like now now i see that she is kind of like struggling with her weight and then it Mm -hmm. kind of like shows uh through the through like comments like her comments on my body Mm. you know and then like whenever like she texted me about like diet pills she sometimes like take those diet pills and then she was like let's let's take them together yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah i kind of like really agree so it's like if she if she like took the time to do this like self uh body positivity like self-love love my body uh-huh. if she worked on that she would stop saying that to you do you true. know what i mean yeah it's true. like so interesting um but it's so hard for older generation because yeah. they're they're like in 60s like my parents are in their 60s yeah and it's like really hard for them to like change their perspective yeah especially like their generation yeah so it's too late yeah it's it's kind of too late <laughs> you know i you know i feel like i gave up on like trying to um win over with koreans one day because I, I remember like i gave this is when i gave up i feel like i went um i was in korea uh-huh. and there was like like a wanjon mean like such yeah. a beautiful woman like when she walks in yeah. people are like oh like it's a model like you know yeah and she walked in and i remember like i heard some ajuma like some lady yeah. being like she's not that pretty and i was like <gasps> stop we no one's ever gonna win i give up if this stop. fucking woman if you don't think she's pretty i'm done i'm throwing in the towel like, i who give is pretty? the fuck up <laughs> yeah it was like giselle bunchen or something and I, we were like stop. it was like yeah it was like one of the members of blackpink or something and oh she's like she's God. not that pretty i was like i give up i'm done i'm not gonna do this anymore yeah like expectations like go higher and higher feel yeah. like like daily basis like higher like higher but also i have to say that i feel like living in korea there have been so many times where i've seen like somebody that's really beautiful looking mm-hmm. and like terrifyingly beautiful looking mm-hmm. like really skinny like plastic surgery face mm-hmm. you know the whole thing yeah and and when they go places, I've heard people say a lot of times, like, oh, they're not that pretty or something. It's like, even when you win in Korea, they won't let you win. So what is the point? <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> I'm not going to diet anymore. We all care. lose. We all lose. We all lose. We all lose. Right? Yeah, it's just like, people just like, need to, I don't know, live their life, you know? Yeah, like, if you're Korean listening to this, give up because you're yeah, never going to win. Just yeah. give up. Yeah, just give up. <laughs> Stop chasing beauty standards in Korea <laughs> because it's like never gonna happen. I've been chasing like for what like like since the day one in this earth. Yeah, and never gonna happen <laughs> until twenty four years old. Never happened. Yeah, even if you do somehow get like even uh, K pop stars, right? Like you see the they comments on yeah. their videos, yeah. and it's like, oh, I she's Horrifying. like too blah blah blah. 
horrifying. Her shoulders are too square. Or something. Yeah, it's just like, like horrific. What are you talking about? Horrific. And those yeah. poor women, they're like, they're worked to death. They have not Literally. eaten a carb in 15 years. <laughs> Give them a break. <laughs> like, stop. Yeah. You know? And then, like, why, like, why are you, like, I don't know, commenting like others' body? Like, work on yourself. Work on yourself. Work on your self-love. Um, yeah. Get rid of, like, self-hatred. Like, yeah. live your life. Yep. The system is set up for everyone to lose. Everyone in Korea loses, is what I've <laughs> noticed. <laughs> yeah. And then it's kind of, like, it's kind of, like, funny because I moved here, like, really late. Uh-huh. I, say, I would say because, you know, I started from, like, freshman year again here oh, okay. when I was, like, 24 years old. Yeah. So, like, when I decided to move here, everyone, everyone is, like, you're going to be too late you know because oh, the korean people yeah the korean yeah. people oh my you're gonna God. be too late yeah and that they kind of like fucked with you yeah yeah it's kind of like yep. screwed my brain they're like well you're four years older than everyone else yeah. you're gonna be behind in life yeah and then when are you gonna get married and then not, oh my god yeah if you are if when you graduate it's gonna be like 20 28 years old and then like how are you gonna start <sighs> your career they're stressing you out see that's the thing about korean culture though it extends beyond your physical appearance it's everything if you do everything. anything that's a little different yeah it's like they make you feel so bad and yeah. they make you doubt yourself and second guess yourself yeah and i feel like when i first moved to the states because i was 20 when i moved here uh -huh. like I w it was a little later too i was always full of so much doubt like <gasps> me too you, like even one step forward i was like oh, is this the right is this yeah. wrong is this right should i do this should i not do that i was like so riddled with uh -huh. um, doubt self-doubt uh -huh. because like in korean culture they like breed that yeah. you know you like constantly doubt yourself and then it it kind of like feels like they kind of the korean society set up like specific path yeah like depending on your age yep like when you're 24 years old you need to like graduate and then like start to look for a job yeah and then kind of like you know like and then by the time like 28 29 you have to get married yeah you know they kind of like set the like whole path yeah outline the whole path yeah and then if you are not like in that outline you're screwed <laughs> yeah you're so screwed you're like symbol of like failure failure for your whole family and your village yeah but the interesting yeah and i think i know i keep saying this but the interesting thing i think about korean society is like i have a lot of cousins uh -huh. and a lot of them live that life like they went to like a good university yes. they got married at whatever 24 the kids 26 yes. blah 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 and they're their parents are still not happy with them you know so true like you if, even if you do everything that's what i'm saying even if you do still everything still they still think that you like are making them sad and i'm mm -hmm. like when when do you win you never win mm -mm. never never win. win and then there's like always gotta be like something that you're missing yeah and that people are gonna like judge you yeah because of that so you might as well just just give drop up. out give yeah. up give up give like up. we did give up everything right like, yeah and then What's just like the point do, yeah do whatever you want do whatever you want because yeah. they're gonna be mad at you anyway yes <laughs> seriously exactly <laughs> like they're gonna <laughs> mad at you anyway so like what's the point what is the point yeah at least at least when you do whatever you want to do then you feel good though yeah, at least, at least your parents you are good. always going to be disappointed in you, but at least you're doing what you want to do. 
yes. is the message for yeah. Koreans. <laughs> yes, at least you're happy. Because <laughs> um, they're never going to be happy. True. Speaking of never being happy, <laughs> but oh what's God. your sad story? Um, my sad story. So I still remember um, this experience in my life. Uh, so it was like, it was like some kind of like gathering when I was young. So it was like there's my parents and then my parents' friends and then their children so it's kind of like a very big gathering and then we're kind of like talk um to each other like get to know each other and then always so i was like chubby kid in korea but back then like when i see the photos like i was not chubby though Mm. but in korea standard i was like chubby Mm -hmm. um so when i go to that gathering always came up like some people i came up with like um my body mm-hmm. so like they're kind of like judging so like one mom um came up to me and then talked to my mom like oh like she's like little chubby like um is she smart and <laughs> my mom is like oh yeah like she's a little chubby i wish i had like skinnier daughter that mm-hmm. one sentence really like kind of like stuck in my brain like until now because it kind of like it kind of like sounds like me as a daughter not enough because of my body that they gave me and then like Mm -hmm. your body is like the first thing that you own when you're born right and then she kind of like denying it Mm. and that really makes me sad you know and i keep Mm. i keep like still thinking about it and it kind of like that statement kind of like keeps coming back even though i kind of worked on my self-hatred and the body dysmorphia and stuff but it kind of like kept coming back but but when i was younger that that time Mm. i was still working on myself Mm -hmm. that really hurt you know that still hurt even though that happened like what like 20 years ago but right now i i worked on myself and then i don't hate myself anymore and even though that statement like comes back Mm. i don't feel like upset or like sad anymore like not that much (sighs) yeah you know well i think that that statement is really sad because it's not like your mom said i wish my daughter was skinnier she said i wish i had a skinny daughter meaning like yeah. another another imaginary yeah. daughter that yeah. wasn't you yeah you know what i mean yeah so, so that's like really very like a very sad statement it's very sad it's it kind of like sounds like she wants like another daughter yeah exactly you know it's not it, me yeah so that kind of like hit me so hard and it still kind of hit me so hard but yeah now i have like power to like how to recover from that statement have you ever talked to your mom about this she doesn't remember but you brought it up <laughs> i brought it up when i was in high school but she said she doesn't remember and then i was like lying so <laughs> 
classic like, korean gaslighting so i'm like okay what's the point of like bringing bringing it up but i mean it's <laughs> i've i've said things like that to my mom she said the same thing like i don't remember yeah, i don't remember and then i said well does that sound like something you would say and she was like kind of and i was like <laughs> then you probably then you said it she was like, yeah i probably said it but i don't remember saying it yeah it's it's the it's very like it makes you feel empty when they say like yeah. oh i don't remember because we remember yeah but to them it's so meaningless that they don't even remember what they said i think they yeah they think that it just is meaningless and has no weight but i think i always think about when somebody says something mm-hmm. and it's so hurtful to me mm-hmm. and I get too I get too obsessed with this, but like, I feel like back in the day when I was doing a lot of stand up comedy, mm-hmm. and we would go to like open mics, uh-huh. and there would always be guys there, uh-huh. and they, you know, in open mics you test out your new jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because I would always see the same people over and over, uh-huh. I kind of saw how their mind works, oh. you know, by their statements. Yeah, and they would say a joke that was just two sentences, uh-huh. but by that I could tell that they were really shitty people. Because I'm like, for you to get to that thought, yes, it's like it shows how your brain kind of works. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And so when I say when somebody says something hurtful to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not even that. Yeah, it was one sentence, and mm-hmm. maybe for you, it's like thoughtless, and you don't remember it. But first of all, I know you said it because I heard you saying yeah. it. Number one, but number two. It's like showing this like pathway of how your brain works. The process. Yeah. And it's like to to even think that is yeah. like so different than how I feel like my brain works. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's like that thinking about that, like how like a very simple sentence. Yeah. Where it comes from. Yeah. Really messes with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I For agree. her to even like thought even maybe she said it like thoughtlessly and just came out of mm-hmm. her mouth but like it lives in her mind that yes that could have been yes said, you know yes yeah. it's not something that just like pops up no it's like something that lives with her like yeah. somewhere and then she kind of like brought it up so i'm like so you've been thinking about this yeah you know and that's yeah. like wh- when my mom denied like when we were fighting uh-huh. uh, and she was like, I didn't say that. I was like, well, is that something that you think you could have said? <laughs> she said yes. <laughs> and then I was like, exactly. Like, <laughs> I know you said it, you're denying it. But the mm-hmm. fact that that's a thought that's in your head, mm-hmm. even, you know? Yeah. It's so sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. And then like, there are like, there's like a, some period of time that like, I really, um, hate, like hated the relationship with my parents Mm -hmm. because of that but like right now i'm like all grown up like i'm in my 30s and then they're they're really old now and and they kind of like like a little bit you know like tears yeah (laughs) it's kind of like it's hard to be mad at them. yeah it's like really hard to be mad at them and then probably like we will not have like so much time together yeah yeah. and then they got like they become like little soft yeah they become like yeah they become like really softer so yeah yeah it's kind of it got better and then now i'm not like that offended by whatever they say 
as yeah. I used to be. What if what if you just let's do an exercise where you uh come back with the best comeback ever that you could have wait how old were you when she said this <laughs> um like 10 like what 11. if you said like i would like what do you think she's insecure about <laughs> like her hair was like <laughs> what if you what if when you were 10 years old you were just like i wish i had a mom that knew how to uh put makeup on correctly or something oh my burn, god right she'll she would get like so offended <laughs> like, she would start crying yeah literally also that, that's another thing like i feel like old korean people when when they say rude things to you they're like oh relax you're so sensitive yeah. but if you said anything to them they're so sensitive they would be about like, it oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right yeah, they got so sensitive about it like i literally one time I said to my dad, like, stop being sensitive. But he... And then he just started, like, He crying. got mad. He got mad. He got mad. Like, I'm not sensitive. Like, you're too rude. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, what about all the things, all the rude things that you've been saying to me? Like, well, what about that? They, they can't... They can dish it, but they cannot take it. They can serve it. Wait, what's the saying? They could serve it, but they can't take it this shit take it <laughs> <laughs> i forgot every you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah it's like if you're gonna yeah what if you had to, what if you just said the best comeback ever when you were 10 and your mom was just like oh i never and then her friend was like how dare you literally no idea mm. um maybe like oh well i wish my family was richer oh that's oh. so good you'd be like mom maybe if you were rich you yeah. could afford to send me to weight loss camp yeah but too bad you're poor beauty is money yeah exactly <laughs> if we have like more money yeah maybe i could take uh olympic swim lessons yeah so i could be like olympian that's actually a great that's a good one okay that's huyen's <laughs> advice if you have a korean parent and they fat shame you what you have oh to do God. is be like well maybe if you could uh pay for liposuction yeah so whose fault is it really maybe it's your fault for not working hard enough and making more money mom because of you're broke because you you just didn't We're work broke. hard enough you're broke and say it in front of their church friends oh my God. extra painful <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be so mad they got me so mad. Wow, you really actually came up with the best comeback. <laughs> that's o that's that's always it's gonna so work. So rude, like, yeah, it was so rude. Like same level of like, rudeness that they're like giving us, and then they'll get really mad, and then yeah, they'll call really you rude. Mm -hmm. But it'll, it'll be worth it. Yeah, it's gonna be like mud fight, <laughs> mud fight. <laughs> so with you family. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't think of one old Korean person that that would not completely destroy. Like that would ruin <laughs> the lives of all of my. Literally, it, it's gonna be like their <laughs> statement that always like coming back to you. <laughs> Your mom will remember that for the like for the Rest next up. thirty years. Just like yeah, Toyon <sighs> <laughs> said it to me. Like we are broke. <laughs> that we don't have enough money <laughs> like that's what uh, she's gonna do <laughs> at 3am yeah. she's gonna hear your voice saying that <laughs> traumatize your parents back <sighs> we gotta teach young korean kids this oh my god right? to traumatize <laughs> your parents i'm gonna teach i'm gonna teach mino this oh. before we go to korea damn and so if anyone ever says anything i'm gonna be like I'm going to teach him and he doesn't, you know, doesn't speak Korean, but yeah. I'm going to teach him how to say this one sentence in Korean. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
and then like also like shame like wh- when you when your like parents like friends like shame you yeah then you kind of like shame back yeah. their children like um well your son like your son's grades is like on the floor yeah like b plus your son eats his own buggers <laughs> we didn't want to say anything he's creepy your son probably cannot even go to seoul national university <laughs> what a failure deep cut deep cut deep create your son couldn't even go to seoul national university not even like any school in seoul no, like never no, i can i can see his like future no you should uh bring you know what you should do now if you go back and your parents friends like shame you yeah. or like say anything rude say like a really weird insult and <laughs> pretend that it's a thing in america you know what i mean and don't be like a so, so. Like, thing in america <laughs> you like walk in and you're like oh my god is that an air conditioner <laughs> poor people or like they're like what what's wrong with my air conditioner like just oh something god, so random so, like 90s yeah <laughs> like, oh wow look you're wearing shoes like oh my god, just- so cute <laughs> like vintage <laughs> do you need money <laughs> like oh my god are you broke just make up some weird insult and they'll be like oh no they're we're so yeah they're gonna be like what the heck we're so chonsuroa. that's like my mom chonsuro means like uh country bumpkin yeah it's like chonsuro. yeah just be like oh my god are you drinking water oh, like, yeah that's that's like i want to say like something about that too so like i've been i've been living in like u.s for now what like eight years like seven years Uh now so whenever i do like something different in korea whenever i visit korea yeah they kind of like think like oh is that like american thing yeah because i lived here like so long oh but it's like not even an american thing no you'll just like cough or something and like oh she's coughing (laughs) like (laughs) it's like really like it's like like weird weird thing you know like like what um the the thing that like oh i'm like actually like happy with my body oh you know that kind of thing they're like that's so weird yeah you're happy with your body they're like like oh so like living in america like really changes your perspective is why are like, they saying it like a bad thing it's like yeah, i don't know I'm, happy. I'm comfortable with my body yeah they they kind of say it like it's a bad thing like some people said like kind of like gives you the impression that it's like bad thing and then the one time that i got so tanned yeah and then i went back to like korea and then they're like oh my god like you look so tanned yeah you look like someone from california yeah but it's not kind of like a, it's not a yeah, compliment it's not, compliment. It's not yeah. a compliment it's not like oh my god you kind of look like californian girl it's yeah. not like that it's so, like you kind of look like someone from california yeah you know that kind of thing and they're like saying it insultingly but you're like that doesn't insult me i'm yeah, sorry like, like I, okay. I understand you're trying to hurt my feelings <laughs> but i've i don't care i'm like okay somebody said that to me once when i was in korea and she was like oh you look like somebody from a hot country like yeah like <laughs> what i was like mean? cool yeah, yeah. okay totally fine that seems weirdly racist like i think you're trying to say that like southeast asian or something i was like thank you that's a compliment (laughs) do you realize that's a compliment literally (laughs) like literally and then like it's so funny like people like some people kind of 
ties my appearance with like living in the United States. Yeah, it's like mm. oh yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Like one time during my summer vacation, I tried to register um, to the gym near my Korean apartment. Yeah, and then they kind of like looked at me like hmm, hmm. so I was like, what the fuck? And then they're like, are are you like not from Korea? So I'm like, um, I'm from Korea, but I live in United States. Yeah. But they're like, oh, yeah, I guess so. I'm like, what does that mean? I think it's like, uh, this is my guess, but I think it's like because in Korea, they're so used to people being like embarrassed and ashamed. Uh-huh. If you have any sort of confidence, yeah, they're like, oh, like, do you live in a place where people don't constantly harass you about your looks <laughs> it's like that's what they're trying to say i, I swear and yeah, I, like, yeah what does that even mean my, i think my example of this is like when i go back to korea i like just i can just like talk i just talk to people uh-huh. and i feel like i forgot that they're like you have to feel ashamed or something if mm-hmm. you talk yeah. you know what i'm trying to say and so, like, if somebody's, like, talking to me, like, on the subway, I'll just be, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'll just talk back yeah. to them. Like, and they're, like, oh, oh. Like, what oh. is this? Like, I'm not, like, oh, there's only oh, <laughs> oh, like, bowing and, like, averting my eyes. I'm, like, I'm just, like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then they're, like, <laughs> they oh, my God. Like, why are you talking and like, looking at my face? I know, like, they kind of, like, you are not from Korea. Yeah, they're, like, that's so American. <laughs> to not be full of shame. <laughs> oh my god it's so funny it's like so funny they kind of like yeah and then also it's kind of weirdly like racist like tying so yeah like tying something different to yeah yeah to you know a different race not korean it's like it's so racist it's like yeah it's kind of a weird feeling because i was born and raised in korea and then i spent literally like 24 years in my life yeah. in korea and then like boom i they saw something like different in me and then they kind of like, automatically think that i'm from like another country you know i think this all the time and i think it's so related to the thing that we were talking about mm-hmm. about the abandonment feeling from your parents yeah when they're like not on your side i feel like <clears throat> that is so related to that it's like in korea they're so rigid and like you have to be so perfect to fit into what they think is korean Mm -hmm. that even not not even your family but like even if you are a full-blown korean person yeah and you do one or two things that like they're like that's different then they're like trying to like not own you like exclude you yeah like they're trying to abandon you yeah like i feel like that feeling when i'm in korea i get that so much (gasps) because like even though i speak like fluent korean Uh and i think what you're explaining is the same exact experience that you're having uh-huh. like we're so korean like we speak korean yeah. we act korean we know how to like do yeah. stuff in korea yeah but like they always look at the one little thing that's different uh-huh. and then they're like you're not you're not part of us go away you're not you're, like, not, you're not us and yeah, it's just not. like i always feel that rejection it's like a rejection feeling it whenever is whenever i'm always there yeah it is it's constant yeah it yeah. was like so weird because yeah. i'm like korean korean like you I know, know right like I spent like twenty four years there. I, yeah, I spent like basically a good part of twenty years there. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, for me, I'm also like biracial, so I always like because mm-hmm. when I was born in Korea, I didn't speak English until I was like six. Damn. Like, I uh, grew up in Tejudo. Uh huh. And every day they were like, oh, like oh, 외국인 or like 미국 사람, and I was yeah. like, what does that mean? Yeah. I didn't, 
I was like, oh, I'm like Korean, but they never accepted it. Yeah. But you know what? That's okay. Because they do that shit to even the most Korean people. There's no winning. <laughs> if there's one lesson. No winning. Ever. No winning. Your takeaway from this episode, if you're listening still, <laughs> you will never win. You will mm-hmm. never be Korean enough. Mm-mm. There's no way to win. So just do whatever you want. No, you cannot satisfy like everybody. So you do whatever you want. You can't ever satisfy even one Korean person ever. Mm-mm. Literally. Yeah. <sighs> well, that was such a good conversation. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you for sharing your story. Of course. I And then like, I hope that like our stories kind of give bravery to people who ever listen to this. Yeah. To give up everything and then live whatever they want to live. Do, do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Because you're never one with. Oh, you know, I'm glad that you said that. Because I have to say, one thing I love about Korea uh-huh. is that because the society is so intense there, uh-huh. there are a lot of people like us, I think, that live there that yeah. are like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck I'm, everything. Screw it. Yeah. And they're just like the like the drunk soju ajumas with the crazy <laughs> makeup. You know? <laughs> I love them. <laughs> they're always wearing like a like a floral, like yeah, little like house on fashion, the prairie like dress. Vibrant fashion. And they're just like smoking and they're yeah. like, fuck everything. You so free. Just be like that. So free. Because they knew back in the day they were never going to win. Mm-hmm. So they gave up. They know. Yeah. So I have to say, I love those kind of people in Korea. And there's a lot of them. I love them, honestly. And they're like, seriously, like ever since I created like Korean content, I, I've been getting a lot of DMs, people saying that, oh, like your content, like give me like so much inspiration and like mm. bra- bravery to yes. like step forward. I'm like, yes move forward and then do whatever you want yes i love that yeah and i have to say yeah you are so brave for making your content because it's it's just so hard to push against that you know and koreans are very rigid and i have to say that's true like you're very brave and i'm so glad you're doing it because i'm sure that all these people you know are dying to see content like this yeah they like, we, were the we are now the crazy soju lady with yeah. the dress on. Like, ah, 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 that's my life goal. That's like if my future it. is not like that, I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. Me neither. Yeah. We we're free. <laughs> we're free, you crazy soju judgments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aspiring like crazy soju judgments. <laughs> Everyone in Korea should become that person cuz you will never win. Mm-mm, never win and then you just do whatever you want. Yeah. For, yeah, forever. Like literally forever. Yeah. Well, thank you for inspiring us and thank you for joining us on the podcast. What hey. is what's your um social media one more time for the listeners? It's Yoni0323. Y O N I zero three two three. And what's your uh brand, your fashion brand, if they're interested in purchasing something? Oh, it's called Say D. It's C E S T Spacebar D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this you can find the podcast at Harry Butthole Podcast on Instagram. We have a Patreon. I have a Patreon that I don't do anything with, but if you want to donate, it's uh, patreon.com slash Harry Butthole. I'm at YM Mayor or Young Me Mayor on TikTok. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.